0: Dot org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.
1: From KQED. It's Big Curious time. Let's turn on the lights. Most of the streetlights and signs around San Francisco today are LEDs. But back in the day, it was neon that made the city glow. When you think of neon signs, you probably imagine New York's Times Square or the Strip in Las Vegas. But reporter Sargenia Roseblatt found San Francisco was once aglow with neon, too. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you, whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org podcasts and thanks.
0: Let's go back to the 1950s, a time when Elvis Presley ruled the airwaves, men and women wore saddle shoes, and neon was everywhere. Every commercial
1: corridor was just studded with neon. It's just amazing the amount of neon that San Francisco
0: had.
2: And not just movie theaters or restaurants, but really dentists and drugstores and chiropractors.
0: El Barna and Randall Holman are art historians and huge neon enthusiasts.
2: And because San Francisco signs are so close to the sidewalk, we have small intimate signs rather than big signs that are meant to be seen from the freeway.
0: Each neighborhood even had its own style.
1: Chinatown has a unique style of sign. They're bilingual. Right, and you've got Chinese characters in neon.
2: Which really lend themselves to being designed in neon, whether it's a single stroke or an outline. In the Mission, the signs are bigger. Like you have the 500 Club, you have the new Mission Theater, the Roxy Theater, those are all really big signs. And
0: then Cow Hollow and the Marina neighborhoods have smaller signs that fit the scale of the neighborhood and the scale of the buildings. And then there's Market Street. The brightest and most spectacular neon corridor. A river of glowing color. Theater marquees were covered in zigzagging art deco patterns. There were giant glowing donuts. A neon couple stuffing their faces with food. Silver greyhounds mid-jump and arrows pointing you into shops and around the corner. Varna and Holman love to talk about this corridor on the walking tours they lead through the city.
2: And you can see it was the place to oh, be, wow. and this is where you went so out cool. to see where the lights are bright, um, and this is where all the movie theaters. It's just shocking that every single sign that was on that strip of Lower Market is gone now, except the Odd Fellows. It's the only one that's remained, and. They've just restored it, which is, that's kind of exciting for us.
0: In the mid to late 50s, after World War II, there were cheaper materials available, and the attitude started to change. Neon signs became associated with dodgy bars, gangsters, and crime.
2: And movies really reinforced that. You always think of the man standing by the window, desperate and alone, with the neon sign flashing in his face.
0: ...federal beautification policies and local tenant facade improvement programs... ...encourage businesses to take down signs.
2: Neon was considered blight, and during redevelopment in San Francisco... ...everybody took their neon sign down.
0: If you walk around the city today, you'll still see old neon signs. But a lot of them are dark, displaying the names of bars and restaurants that closed long ago. Even though neon's heyday may be in the past, the art form of neon signs is far from dead
3: for the most part all neon signs are made by hand without any machinery involved still today yeah
0: i went to the workshop of shauna peterson she bends glass tubes into glowing signs and she's one of the few people in the bay area who knows how to do it
3: over the last decade the led market has really affected the availability of neon so the few of us that made it through all that we're turning into the you know quarters of neon stuff.
0: Peterson's Oakland studio is a typical artist workshop. Signs shine on the wall, others are half done.
3: You have to keep going, you can't stop and then start again.
0: She's super focused as she bends the glass. It's like a dance, a routine she's been doing for years. Going from the blowtorch to the table and then wrapping the glass around wooden pegs.
3: There's other stuff you just bent and you can't get it too hot.
0: Peterson says business is actually picking up these days as more and more people become interested in neon again.
3: Everyone is reverting to uh, like a historical look, a vintage look. There's a high demand, it's very popular now, but there's less of us doing it. And we're all swamped.
1: So if the sign makers are swamped, does that mean that we're going to be seeing more neon signs popping up around the Bay Area?
0: Well, probably. There are a lot of new bars that are opening that are looking to like, have new neon signs. The thing is that now you won't really see neon signs on storefronts, but in windows, uh, because it's easier to have a small sign and have it in your window instead of going through the whole process of getting a permit from the city. But yeah, probably we're going to see much more uh, neon signs.
1: And it was the city that was initially kind of leading the charge in getting rid of neon at one point. Is that still the case or have they started to embrace it?
0: They started to embrace it, actually. There was this tenant facade improvement program that used to give grants to people to remove these neon signs from these storefronts. And that same agency is now giving money to restore these signs. Wow. And then if you look even further beyond San Francisco, Oakland, for example, has a very historical and well-known Tribune Tower with the neon sign up there in red letters. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. But the city is also slowly looking into restoring some of the other old signs in, uh, in Oakland and San Jose as well.
1: Serginio made a truly beautiful video about San Francisco's neon. I think my favorite part is probably seeing Market Street just covered in neon lights. I hardly recognized it. You'll really want to check the video out. We've got it at baycurious.org. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Lights out. We'll be back next week. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Okay. Our question for the month is: The world's longest running pillow fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck. Hi there. I'm Randa Fadath from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained.